And oh, he's gone after the cat again. He's always fucking around with his cats. That's true. Is he going to bring he one talks, back in? Yeah. I think I would. If I had a cat again, I'd probably talk to it though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit that. He talks to it like it's a human being. What are you having for dinner tonight? Have you had dinner? Oh, I had some fish cakes. They weren't lovely, I'd have to admit. So I'll probably have some chocolate <laughs> afterwards. What are you having? I've got a curry. Oh, on. On, very let nice. Let her eat. Go. Cook it. Cook, you're cooking it up. I've been eating dinner like super late because there's no reason not to. Reason not to. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And it's light until like Sorry. nine. That's all right. We're talking about what we're having for dinner. Oh, I got fish cakes. Oh, I had fish cakes. Ooh. I had fish cakes, but they weren't very nice. But... I should have put the oven on. Oh, God. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> it's good that he was so prepared for this. from this war soldier not under my command you're growing weak you should have taken your medication <laughs> <laughs> yes welcome well, reverb on that yeah <laughs> uh, welcome yeah. to the science fiction rating system uh, my name is Alex Humphrey and I am joined by Chris Redding hello Chris hello hello, hello. Chris uh, how are you yeah right yeah just um, loving life having beers getting on with it i'm having a good lockdown life yeah barbecues 24 7 luxury foods got luxury new, food and drinks got new internet yep 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 i was lucky enough to receive a uh fortnum and mason hamper yesterday wow with what, lots why? of goodies in yeah just so. just because Oh, yeah. he's done this. Right. We're on video, everyone, and he just did the <laughs> zip your li- lip secret. So it could yeah, be anyone. Go. I mean, yeah, we don't want to speculate. Send your answers yeah. in. Who sent Chris in, the foot of the base? He's in Holiday now. Yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood sorry. Wow. Hollywood, Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. Two weeks from uh, now, a small boy arrives in a cardboard box. That's the next thing, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, adopted. Yeah. Uh, that was the voice of Sam Draper. How are you, Sam Draper? Hello. I'm okay, thank you. No Fortnum Mason uh, packages to report up here. No. Just blissed uh, out in the garden. Yeah, just sitting in the garden, not doing a lot. Good. That's yeah. what we should all be doing right now. We should be staying at home and listening to this podcast. Not us, because yeah, we're yeah. doing the podcast, but everyone else. I don't know about you, I've been listening to less podcasts while this has been going on, because it's like, I always used to listen to them mm. whilst travelling or at the gym, so yeah. I don't do them two things. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. well, okay. We I've listened to in our foot. podcast more, but other people's less, because yeah. That's I'm, good really for us. Bother with, I'm really focusing on this, I'm like, oh, this is interesting, I'll go and listen to this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good for our rating. It's, it's it has really, been it? weird, though, going back and listening to some episodes. We definitely got more professional. It's good to see. So, Have, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Speak okay. yourself. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, we all we all know the classic quote that Chris only started taking us seriously this year, last year. Well, I listened was to that it? one. It was, that was episode 89 or something like that. Yeah. Chris, Chris I still haven't actioned that, though. Yeah. No, he hasn't. He, he said he would. He didn't say he was going to. He just said he would take it seriously. Um, also, yeah. there's, like, there's, a, there's a split around episode 70 where I start really aggressively taking out the silences, and before that, there's like... <laughs> You think the thing's broken. There's like 20 seconds, there's like nothing. I'm like, is it stops? Like, no, no, just waiting for someone to say something. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, okay. I'm not doing that anymore, so it's all good. Well, yeah. Well, if you're a first time yeah. listener, don't like listen to those. Keep listening. That's just science. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, 
editing. He was just learning. Dead air. You know? You're not allowed dead air, are you? Um, no, no. But it, we rate uh, science fiction films. We've got a big old list. We've got a hundred and... What is 70 it? films now. 170 films. And it goes all the way from the top of the list, which is... Oh, sorry, 160, sorry. The top of the list is Alien, and the bottom of the list is still Lord Mower Man, which, you know... <laughs> I've been there for two and a half years. I think both of those are perfectly fine to be where yeah. they are. Um, but today we've got a new film to add to that list, and that is Universal Soldier, the 1992 Ronald Emmerich film. Uh, Roland. Roland, Roland, sorry. Roland Emmerich. Uh, Dean Devlin, he wrote it uh, with some other people. Um, and we're doing this because on our list is Universal Soldier 2, uh, which got on there randomly. So I thought it was my birthday and I got to pick a film. So I thought, let's watch this because I haven't watched it for a long time. Um, so that's why we're watching it. Had you guys seen this before? Chris, had you seen Universal Soldier before? I feel like I had, like mm. back in the day when it was on shit TV and yeah. I was... On a Channel Five or something. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's that era of like if you're watching TV and Channel Five on like a, a Saturday or Sunday night would mm. put this shit on, wouldn't they? And you'd be nothing yeah. else on to watch. I'm gonna watch fucking yeah. Country File, so it's gonna be yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Channels like Channel Five were made for John Claude. It's true. It's true. And yeah. Friends. Now, if anyone had listened to this podcast before, they would know that this is not really the kind of film that you like because <laughs> you don't really like actiony like this kind of 90s 80s 90s actiony type films do you chris i like top end okay. you know versions of it but not the i feel low like end. things like yeah i mean like your robocops your mm. predator yeah. your, your predator yeah. even under siege Ooh. You know, this is that's that's ver- that's probably the bottom rung <laughs> because Seagal is same sort of vibe as John Claude, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they had a classic professional like rivalry, uh, rivalry between yeah. them. Yeah, I think um, I think Steven Seagal probably thought that, but Van Damme didn't know who he was because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's but they both sort of had the same story, right? Because yeah. Van Damme says, "Oh, he's not a real fighter," and yeah. then. Seagal also said he's not a real fighter. Well, so. the difference is though, Seagal made it all up. Like he lied about his entire like, oh, I was trading Dojo yeah. and all this sort of shit. Because he all said he was like, the, he was on the fifth dan of the. Yeah, yeah. it's not he true. Had his own none dojo. Of it's true. None it's of not true. true. No, none of it's true. But with John Claude, isn't he? It's what he does is art, isn't it called like artistic karate? So it's more about looking good doing the moves more than yeah. any yeah. power. Like a gymnast, in the, though, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, Sam, had you seen this film before? I had uh, several times. Um, it is... I've got more of an affinity to this sort of film than Chris. Not mm. as much as you, I don't think, Alex. No. And, and, no. and actually, that saying the cut-off is probably a good thing because I think Chris's cut-off is like top tier, mine is middle tier, and you've not got a cut-off. It just goes down. <laughs> it goes no, all the way down. Yeah, just all down the way down into the basement. Um, no, the sequel no, of this film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In my brain, yeah. uh, this is the Universal Soldier I'd watch, and I wouldn't watch the sequels. That's how yeah. I would think about this. Well, it's interesting. If you look in, watched it this time. into... Yeah. In, if you look into Universal Soldier, there have been one, nah. two, three, four... <laughs> there have been six... Well, no, well, I'm just saying, just because we've done the sequel... There's yeah. been six Universal Soldier films, yes. right? 
but there are three different chronolo- chronological ways of watching yeah. those six films. Is well, it the one four. we watched completely written off? Yes. That's what I read. We watched the worst yes. one, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. So you can watch... That's not canon. No, no. No. Well, it is only in one canon. So it's basically... You could just watch them all in order. But the three ways you can watch them is Universal Soldier, Universal Soldier 2 Brothers in Arms, which is what we watched, and then Universal Soldier 3 Unfinished Business. No, we watched watched Regeneration, didn't we? Uh, Oh, yes, we did. Yeah, sorry. The two... The two... No. Was that the fourth one? Yeah, no. We did... No, Regeneration is 2009. We must have watched Unfinished. Which one did we? Watch? I thought we watched the. We watched Regeneration. Brother. I'm sure we did. Oh, it says 2000. And- oh no, the Return. Watch the Return. Watch the Return. They've okay. got terrible titles. A lot of them, haven't they? Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah. So you can watch it. Uh, you can watch it one to six, or you can watch one, two, and three, or you can watch Universal Soldier and then the one we watched, Universal Soldier: The Return, or and I've heard that this is the best way to watch it. You watch Universal Soldier 1992. Then Regeneration, which was 2009, and then Day of Reckoning, which is 2012. And I've heard that those two more modern ones are actually not that bad, and they're I, kind of. They pick I read up a review this story. Of, of Day of Reckoning saying that it was like watching a David Lynch film or an early David Cronenberg horror. Wow. Well, there you go. I don't, uh, so I'm not sure I believe that, but if yeah. that's true. I don't know who to believe. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the plot synopsis of IMDb is this. Private Luke Devereaux and his sadistic sergeant, Andrew Scott, got killed in Vietnam. The army used Classic. their... There you go. End of film. The, Classic. <laughs> the army used their bodies for a secret project, reanimating dead soldiers... As... This is the same as uh, Under Siege, the same story so far. But Wasn't there not... like a... Is it no, there was like a... Yeah, yeah just... but they, he came from like a fucked up mission in in Nam or something. He wasn't killed in Nam. He wasn't. No, he, I know he wasn't, oh, but okay. like some of his whole team were or something. Like okay. he hasn't got a team. Yeah. It's him versus Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, I know, but that's why he hasn't got a team. Right, it's because okay. it went wrong in Nam. They could be okay. both be in the same universe. These basically. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, they get killed. They get reanimated as uh, deadly obedient cyborgs. However. Their memories come back. And that's what you need to know. So we open in Vietnam in 1969, and um, it's a. What did you think of the opening? It looks pretty. I think it looks pretty much like all those Nam films. It's not a bad. You know, Americans keep going on about Nam, isn't it? It's like Nam, Nam, Nam. <laughs> yeah. Nam, 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 Nam. It's too dark. It is quite. Yeah, it's, it's quite, quite what's dark. going on. No, you just. But isn't that a good confusion or was it a bad confusion? It's all right. The problem with it is that it, like, I, the, you know, I agree, it's quite a convincing Vietnam setting. Mm. The problem with it is the actors who are there in Vietnam, which is yeah. already Van Damme's lack of acting ability, yeah. is having an impact on the the film. <laughs> you can't take it seriously from the start. Not really. Not him. No. No. I mean, I think Dolph Lundgren is okay in this. He's all he, He's got less to do, and he's doing it better, I suppose. Yeah, in a way. But he's having he's more fun great, but, being a villain. Yeah. I think. I think you know, Van Damme is yeah is stuck being a goodie. Um, basically, Dolph's mad. He kills all the Viet Cong. Uh, he tells he's mad here, isn't he? He's mad already. He's, oh, he's, he's already mad. He's, he's cutting off the got ears. Crack, got the ears and all sorts. He's of got shit. the ears. He's he's put them in a necklace. He's saying, "I'm all ears." Um, and he tells Van Damme to kill 
these two poor um, these two poor villagers, a man and a woman, and Van Dam won't do it, so he just says, "You're a traitor," and he throws a grenade, kills them, and then they both shoot each other. And I did quite like when you get the two body bags zipped up, and then you yeah, have yeah, their yeah. like names over the body bags. Um, yeah, I'd love if no one, if you didn't know the plot of this, I think you'd just be like, "What is going on?" Like yeah, both I will dead. say that if if you didn't know what's going on, the cut from that to what happens next is a really strong opening for a film yeah. where you don't know the premise. Yeah, exactly. So some 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 feds come down, they chop them away. To uh, it's code zebra. That's what they say about the bodies. Uh, so that was obviously the rubbish name of this project. Code, code zebra. Code zebra it's because uh, Van Damme is good white oh. and the other one's black bad not in a racist racist like a, no the, the shit the classic sort of white and black the white and black uh, you know dichotomy do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm quite this <laughs> this is not getting on the broadcast yeah anyway so we can't... would you like to start again yeah I'm just going to bail out of it all together not just just point at all. Yeah. 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 well we'll just pick it up here good yeah. point Sam <laughs> We cut to present day, uh, which is not present day. It's actually 1994. It's not present day at all. Uh, and we're in Nevada desert. And it's <clears throat> you get this huge aeroplane comes in and then all these military guys unpack. And then you kind of start, you see there's been a, um, it's the Hoover Dam, isn't there? There's a kind of a, uh, a, a hostage situation at Hoover Dam. And you don't know what's That's going on. That's the place on. where you want to take your hostage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a lot of people there, maybe. A dam in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah. What, how did that happen? What was going on? Well, it's interesting you <laughs> oh. should say that, Sam. Because, <laughs> so the, the, the terrorists say, well. the terrorists say, oh, comrade and stuff like that, don't they? Yeah. So you don't really know where they're from. Uh, in the production script, presented a much darker depiction of the US military than what right. ended up on screen. In the screenplay... The colonel uh, gets Dolph Lundgren to kill all the witnesses at the dam. Uh, he also informs the head scientist that the terrorists at the dam were not terrorists at all, but mercenaries hired by the army to prove fake justification for the Universal Soldier program. Uh, and in the finished film, these scenes were all taken out. It says... Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Military villains with, uh, with Duriger post-1970s uh, and well into the 80s, but by the time the filming uh, of this film, the Gulf War had made the US military so popular that they took out all those references because they didn't think the audience would believe it or they would be very happy. Yeah. It's popular. So actually, those terrorists are not terrorists, really. It's all just a big fake con to I make mean- it look good. But really, really, it's just an excuse to those nice wide shots that are running down the side the of the dam. Yeah, the dam and stuff. That looks yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so they send the uni souls in. For morons like you. Oh, I thought it looked cool. Whoa, <laughs> shots like fired. That. Yeah. Fucking hell. I'm joking, wow. I'm joking. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get one of those episodes. Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, they send them in, they kick ass. Uh, everyone says this. <laughs> Everyone says it's a, a success. Uh, the young, there's a young, there's a bit where there's a young Vietnamese couple. It is they are literally the same actors from Vietnam, by the way. <laughs> are they? Yeah, if you didn't know, yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting anyone to notice, but they are literally the same people. So just well, they'd be the people that you'd go looking for, though, wouldn't they? But it's it's a bit casting an oversight. It's yeah, a bit weird to have exactly the same actors play. But that was thirty years ago, wasn't it? 
Well, it's just so that you totally get that that's what they're referencing. But like, it's you, also you... kind of a bit racist to say that they all look the same, <laughs> isn't it? That these ones 30 years ago look exactly the same as the only the Vietnamese people in the film. It is a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, because he sees these uh, the v- Vietnamese people, he has a bit of a flashback, doesn't he, old Luke? Uh, mm. And he starts to he starts to remember. Oh no, he's starting to remember. Um, Do you think that they uh, signed Van Damme for this role because he's quite adept at looking vacant? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of this film has to look vacant. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. think he's too bad at being a robot. I think he's quite amusing as a you robot. You do people that have been lobotomized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they couldn't kickbox. That's why I got no. the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the film, anyway, where were we? So, the mission is is a success, and uh, the funding seems to be released for the Uni Souls. But there's a mm. plucky, <laughs> there's a plucky reporter, Veronica, uh, aka Ronnie. Uh, oh, there was always one of those. There's always She's one the worst of thing about the film. She's very annoying. She reminded me a bit yeah. of uh, what's it in Capricorn One, wasn't she? She was a bit like Elliot Gould's character. Yeah, way more annoying though. Way more annoying, yeah. Um, so she tries to get the scoop. Just drives up to the sh- to the giant. Like, like she just drives to where they where their base is, doesn't she? Again, yeah. like she's late for the shoot. But where's she been? They're in the middle of nowhere. Like Chris said, like what what she been doing? <laughs> just smoking and being sassy, like doing donuts she... in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the for <laughs> better film, actually, be cut from her doing that at the start. <laughs> 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 out the window yeah. <laughs> smoking <laughs> fuck you reporting <laughs> yeah uh, yeah maybe anyway she drives up to the base and uh, they get they send out the uh, the, the robot to get her uh, and Dolph kills much. her uh, oh, back in a second carry on oh. Dolph kills her cameraman yeah Ronnie's there she sees the uni souls but then I think they ordered John Claude to kill her, but he won't kill her, and he breaks his programming, and they run away together, and they escape pretty easily, don't they? It's a bit stupid how easily they escape. It's like, um, I don't know, it's like a stage play. It's a bit odd how, how in easily they escape. No, like, locations aren't defined in any way. It's no. So, <laughs> no. It's so, it's so like, uh, their relationship is a thing, right? And yeah. the world around them is completely separate to what's going on with those two. There's no, yeah. there's no they meshing. They just shot wherever they like felt like it on the it feels day. Feels like it, or where they could. Mm. Yeah, it feels like that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the stupidest thing. One of the stupid. There's a lot of stupid things, but the kind of stupidest thing. The thing that annoyed me more than I remember it annoying me is the scientists very mm. clearly tell the military people, "Look, at this point, we've got one of them has run away." Well, no, even before that, they say, oh, he's remembering stuff. Shouldn't we just stop all of this? Because it, yeah. it's maybe not what we thought was happening is happening. And yeah. the colonel's like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine, just carry on. And then he runs away, and they're even more like, look, shouldn't we shut this all down? We've already got one of them running off. And the, and the colonel does some speech saying, oh, but it's all illegal anyway. So what does it matter? <laughs> Which doesn't really make any sense. And it's kind of... It, it bugged me a bit that they weren't really... It didn't make any sense that they wouldn't listen to the scientists who invented these robots. It kind of... That was that did annoy me a little bit, I'd have to say. I was a bit annoyed by that. Um, how it's... You just... Were you... At this point, Van Damme's chased... He's away. Uh, he's on the run. So you didn't really like... Are you, did, you, did you like any of the characters at this point, Chris? Or you're just not really... No. 
No, no, none of them. I didn't care about. I didn't, didn't really care, care about, about anyone. anyone okay. at this point. Well, my favourite character is coming. It's so uninspiring to look at these films as well. Like, mm. I mean, it is directed by the man that made Independence Day. Did this not sway <laughs> you in any way? No, because actually, every other film he's made is shit. <laughs> Fair enough. It's also, it, it kind of exposes him as a crap director because yeah. the spectacle's not there. Mm, All of his true. films expose him as a bad director. But I mean, in a way that those don't, because at least those have the spectacle. Whereas here, yeah. it is just a flat story about a soldier, and you just yeah. you just point a camera and filming shit dialogue. I'd say there's one really good shot, but we're not at that yet. But that's okay. later on. Um, my favourite character's turning up, and that's the motel owner. Oh, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I really liked him. I thought he was just so odd. I just thought it was so weird. Like, that, that is so slow though. Like, he's like, he's like you know, she goes to like book the room, whatever. He's like, it's fifty dollars, twenty dollars deposit, and he goes on and on and on and on. And they go back to the whole that. bit with the phone. It's like they were trying uh, to make some like iconic remembered scene. Oh, I quite liked him. And it just didn't happen. No, okay. Well, John Claude strips down and he faints in the dirt because he needs air conditioning uh, to cool him down. Because they make these things, but they run very hot. That seems to be the explanation later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the, that's the that's the fault, isn't it? The flaw of them. You need it? like some sort of liquid cooling, like they do with posh computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or a big suit they wore that cooled them down constantly. Well, yeah, like cooling suits that oh, okay. astronauts have. Yeah. What mm. did they have them at this did, point? Why didn't they do them? Yeah, why didn't they do that then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, there's a big shootout, um, and the whole of the motel's destroyed. And um, uh, um, Alex, I've heard of a cold shower, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that gets said at some point. Um, everything gets blown up. I quite like things getting blown up, but you know, everything gets blown up. Uh, and then we move to a um, a scene <laughs> which is just put toilet humour, which is basically just where they get to that gas station and there's just one very long extended gag about Jean-Claude Van Damme's penis, isn't it, really? Um, what do you mean you never heard of valet parking? <laughs> <laughs> That's the line from here. Is that the line from here? I just think there's that really weird shot where she's between his thighs. That's the uh, image for the... Uh, oh, good. That's good. Because <laughs> that is a very. Basically, he's got a tracking device in his thigh, and, yeah. and he tells her to get it out, and she has to basically. Well, he just shoves a knife in his own leg, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, she I do. Like, he, he, does it, she bends down through his. Le- no, he bends down, doesn't he? And she looks yeah. through his legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very. It's very. Yeah. Work. It, yeah, it's very odd. I did think. I didn't remember that Dolph Lundgren's in the back of the car, and he jumps out and starts garroting. Uh, someone I, I didn't mm. remember that that was a good little jump um, do you want a quiz while we're here oh, yeah please okay right. save us from this we'll get through it quick don't we okay so this is basically <laughs> I'm going to give you a character and it will either be Jean-Claude Van Damme character or a Dolph Lundgren character from one of their films point if you get which one 50-50 bonus point if you get the film okay did you know that Dolph Lundgren's a chemist no He's got a degree in chemistry, and he was like... Qualified uh, chemist. Yeah, he was like um, okay. going to go into like a scientist career. Oh, OK. Oh. Hmm. Well, I think I think he seems like a nice bloke. What's going on here? Uh, he should have done that. <coughs> he should have done that instead. <laughs> he should. 
Um, Should have done that. Right, we'll start with you, Chris. You ready? I'm going to start on an easy one. Oh, look. Oh, no, we can see Lucy. Doesn't work when there's a camera, does it, doing that? I'm just freaking around with that cat, isn't it? Yeah. Lucy, that wasn't me. Right, go on. Okay, right, Chris. Ivan Drago. Is that Dolph or Jean-Claude Van Lam? Bit fucking easy. Uh, you can't cheat now. There's a video on him. John Claude. Drago. Oh. oh no! I'll give you. Come on. Who is it? Who's Ivan Drago? No, you Drago? can't give him that. It's the easiest question of all time, and he's got it wrong. I thought I start easy. They... I misunderstood the quiz. Okay, <laughs> they get harder, Chris. So yeah, you can't. Have what that. role they didn't know? Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Sam. <laughs> yes. Gay karate was... man. Gay karate. Well, Van Damme. Yeah, Van Damme. Do you know what film though? Oh, kickboxer. <laughs> Monaco Fever. It's his oh, first role, 1984. Sounds okay, great. right. Uh, Colonel Guile, Chris. Easy again. What's the two options? It's either Jean Claude Van Damme or Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Jean Claude? Yes. Okay, Street yeah. Fighter? Yeah. No, no stealing. Okay. Uh, Ivan Kraskowski, the Russian. Lundgren. Sam. No, that's uh, actually John Claude in No Retreat, No Surrender playing a Russian. So that's a trick. That's a trick one. Uh, Xander Ronson. Is that John Claude or Dolph? That sounds like John Claude. No, that's Dolph as well. What? No. I thought this. Yeah, I thought. Okay. Uh, Frank Castle. What, what film was that? Uh, that's from Diamond Dogs 2007. Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> that classic. Uh, Frank Castle. Diamond Dogs. Sam. Mm, Frank Castle. Uh, Dolph. It's Dolph. Do you know what film? Expendables. He's the Punisher. It's the very early version uh, of the uh, Punisher. Yeah. yeah. Things... Hang on, sorry. Should I can I just tell you the Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren origin story? It's pretty crazy. Okay, go right? for it. He got a, a Fulbright scholarship into MIT, so he's proper clever. He's like really clever, right? Yeah. Whilst doing that, he was spotted in a nightclub. He worked at before he did this. Mm. Um, and was hired to be Grace Jones' bodyguard. So already pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. He started classic. dating Grace Jones. Oh, okay. From this. Yeah. And then whilst Grace Jones was filming uh, View to a Kill, they said, oh. you should be in this film, you look like an actor. And that's how it started. Wow. How mental is that? That's, that's quite a, so it was just going to be a, a, just a, be a chemist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. MIT. It's like a pretty... Wow. Up there kind of guy, isn't it? You know. And I check it's that MIT and not like some photocopy repair company. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Isley's Tech. Yeah. Terradome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terradome, yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Anyway, yeah, so uh, back in uh, Universal Soldier is the bit kind of everyone remembers. So basically, uh, the colonel says, that's it, pull the plug. But no, no, no. Dolph's gone mad. Yeah. He kills everyone. He's remembered who he is. But the problem is he's remembered who he is, but he thinks he's still in Vietnam. So he goes crazy uh, and he kills kind of everyone. Uh, he kills the scientists. He does that great bit where he shoves a spike. They try and put the, the sedatives into him, but he shoves a spike. It comes out the guy's face. Uh, that's great. Um, and uh, basically... I, so, love lab, I love lab violence. That's one of the genres. There's some good lab violence. My favourite genres. Violence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lab violence, I think you could... We could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, there's some the classic scene of lab violence here. I would say I uh, like yeah. diner violence. 
Well served. And when that comes together, if you like having the T Rex, if you like Dino Violence, you get some of that too, because Van Damme's just eating. Uh, He just wants to eat like a cowboy. He says, I just want to eat. That's what he says. Um, and uh, you've yeah. you delivered that line better than he did, though. You've done a better job. I've missed out that uh, my favourite, well, one of my favourite bits of any Jean Claude Van Damme film is when a character says, "Why do you talk like that?" Uh, and that happens in this film. She says, "Where's that accent from?" And he just goes, "What accent?" He doesn't even know he's got an accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um... despite being like borderline, like incoherent and not actually understand the language <laughs> yeah, at all. It's pretty, yeah it's but a, to him to him yeah, yeah to him yeah and then I think they try and they try and paper over the cracks making him like from like New Orleans or something don't they in this doesn't he go back and his his family are a bit French <laughs> oh, yes, or something yeah. can't they yeah at the end yeah yeah they're all like oh papa they're all a bit like that uh, anyway <laughs> well his name's like obviously no Devereaux isn't it so they've like uh, put a yeah. kind of French name on him haven't they yeah yeah Luke Devereaux spelled yeah. L-U-C yeah nice yeah nice anyway so yeah Van Damme beats some people up uh, and then we have this very I I like the next scene where Dolph Lundgren goes into the supermarket I think that was yeah not a terrible scene what did yeah. you think I this is the this sort of bit of the film's best bit for me when they're yeah. kind of on the move and like the diner bit and this bit yeah it's still kind of cheesy and not great, but like it's more, I don't know. It, I guess it's like aiming lower, so it kind of pulls yeah. it off of a new heart in a more efficient way. But yeah, no, the, the, the stuff in the supermarket is good though, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the kind of madness of him being in a supermarket, everyone's screaming, there's one of them just eating raw meat, isn't he? And he's yeah, like, yeah, having, yeah. he's just going on about Nam and stuff like that. I, I quite like that. Did Adolfo you... does look pretty cool, doesn't he? Walking around yeah. like that. He's, he plays it quite well, I think. Like, you buy his fucking nuts you know? yeah no I think that I think Dolph Lundgren's not that bad in this I agree no. John claudes terrible but what did you think of the standard of acting Chris did you just think it's all toilet or yeah all pretty rubbish okay. I uh... yeah it's weird because normally you settle into these films and I find like you can just accept whatever style they're going to go with yeah, yeah. like like Robocop's classic example is it's all pretty mental, but you settle into it. Yeah. This, mm. I just didn't... Didn't settle. Couldn't settle. No. Fair enough. That's okay. It's not for everyone. Um, <laughs> so, Jean-Claude goes... That's a, the, that's a good point, though. Like the, the, it is like it's missing a bit of a film in a way of, like, it doesn't... Like, I agree with that in a way, that it kind of doesn't really... doesn't flow very well, and you don't... It you, might be because it's unrehearsed or something. Yeah, or, maybe about that. They are like, I, I, I do think that her lines might be improvised. There's, mm. there's so fucking maybe. awful things she comes out with. Yeah. They do keep moving about. It doesn't really yeah, get Yeah, but it's like they go anywhere. to location and they do the same shit mm. again, don't they? And they, they, yeah, that's they, true. They, the dynamic doesn't change and there's no... Like I said, it's yeah. like him and Devereaux and the girl are in, a, are in their own film Yeah, in yeah. a way. Yeah, that's um, fair enough. That's fair enough, I guess. Um, but fact that, that he finds out about his past... Uh, a little bit they tell they say what they did to him which was done on the genetic level they say at one point which I don't know what that means but whatever they did to him they did it on the genetic level um, and 
Well, I mean, he was dead, so it's on the end of really. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah. I do everything on the genetic level. I just find yeah, it I think, easier. Don't we all? Don't we all? I mean, that's something we've all got in common. We're all doing it on the genetic level. Um, mm. And then he basically says he's going to go for the big... He's going to go and take the fight to Dolph. Uh, and he tells uh, Ronnie to get on the bus. And I do think this, next, this was my favourite shot, in that she gets on the bus... And mm. then the bus pulls away and you have that classic shot of like, oh, she didn't go on the bus. But yeah. then as the bus completely leaves, there's just a hundred <laughs> policemen behind her. Yeah. And she's pulling his face like, ah, I'm with you. It's all going to be all right. And it's like, no, you're actually going to get arrested by the police. And I do think that was quite a nice shot. That's the only yeah. good shot in the film. I'm not going to stay. Well, I, I also would like a bus going over a cliff. That's nice as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm always up for a car flying over a cliff. Mm. Well, it's what you get. You get bus versus truck because basically they're in a bus, Dolph's in a truck, and that just happens for like 20 minutes, doesn't it? Just truck, truck, bus, truck, bus, just banging yeah. and shooting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that happens. Uh, and then they think they've won uh, and they go back to his house and then meet his parents. And it's all a bit like... Yeah, but we know he's not really dead, so just get on with it. I don't like that. I'm always annoyed at that kind of element of uh, these films. But anyway, Dolph turns up, and basically he's all ha- amped up on extra drugs, um, and uh, John Claude's not. And then you kind of get a recreation of exactly what happened in Nam, where you think that Ronnie's got blown up with a uh, um, grenade, but then Dolph gets amped up. No, JCVD gets amped up. Everyone's amped up. Lots of fighting, and then he impales Dolph on some farming equipment, and then he puts him yeah. for a chipper, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. And that's kind of the end of that. The do you know there's an alternative ending uh, where I do, but fill us in. Well, in fact, it's a twist in that mm. uh, it's not his parents. The parents uh, Scott kills the, his mum, John Claude's mum, and there's a fight. But then suddenly the doctor turns up, Dr. Gregor, and the dad basically shoots uh, shoots Jean-Claude. And it's all this big, like, there's a big whole thing of like, oh, this was all done just to get you back in. And ha ha ha, it was all just a big trick. Uh, but then there's a big, but there's a big fight. And I think they reveal, you know, that the doctor was behind it all. And then it says several days later, Devereux is reunited with his real parents. The film ends with a eulogy narrated by Roberts who explains that Devereaux rejected all life-prolonging medication before dying a natural death. But, like, what, in, like, the next day or something? Or, like, because surely he's, he like... Just have, he'd have overheated and died, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah well, it's just like, what, the next day he just ate, eated up and died. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of the end of the film. I mean, I have to say... I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to enjoy it. Oh, wow. No, it wasn't as good as I remembered it being. Um, it was a little bit slow at times. I think it... I think... I think as you've just described your whole levels of films, in a way, you do either need to aim up higher and be like, aim up higher and it'd be a better film, or you need to kind of aim down lower and it'd be a more fun film. And this, because it aims in the middle... Mm. maybe it just isn't because it's not like a top end it's like they there's no i think they're like the the uh the the gags and the sense of um fun is not and it's not of any good quality 
write it in the writing sense, is it? It's kind of really low brow, yeah, shitty mm. writing. The humour is not there. It's yeah. It's taking itself seriously when it's actually shit. Yeah. yeah. And now, if you're going to be shit, don't take yourself seriously, mm. and you can get away with it, right? Yeah. Like Space Truckers last week. Yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. No. Was, yeah. No, I agree. Like I said, yeah, I think I was a bit disappointed. I think my memory of it. I remember it being more fun, and it's not as fun, mm, yeah. kind of, as it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, Chris, you weren't you weren't one round. You didn't think you'd like it, and you didn't like it. Is that fair? No. Yeah, I didn't think I'd like it, and my expectations were met. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to have a quick look at the board here, see what the scores on the doors are going to be for this one. Sam, what about you? Did you do you remember liking it more? Well, yeah, like it, it just blends into my mind of that. Well, like Under Siege, like Chris said, of that kind of early, late eighties, early nineties. You know, like crappy action film, but fun to watch. Mm. But it isn't that. Like it isn't. There's not much action that's good, no, and there's it's, too much flat stuff. It's not and a it fight, is boring, really. Yeah, mm. it's it's strange. I, I but I can't reconcile it with my memory of it. I don't really no. understand what I'm remembering. That's what I don't understand about it. No, exactly. No, and I haven't seen the sequels, so I'm not doing that thing people do where they mesh all the films together. Do you wonder? I what I suspect is maybe I'm thinking of Demolition Man with Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Maybe. And that I've or, got the two conflated somewhere maybe. in my brain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. very similar. Yeah, very yeah, yeah, similar idea. I feel like we should watch Demolition Man, but I don't want we that should, to be ruined either, though. You can't ruin that. I hope not. <laughs> Jeez, that's big, the first, big words. The first screenplay, the initial title for this was Crystal Knights. Hmm. But why? What what of element Crystal of this? Knights. Yeah, what what element of that this story would make you Crystal Knights? Call it. That sounds like a I, terrible eighties. I do the theme tune for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is obviously like uh, Roland Emmerich's first big Hollywood film, isn't it? I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like Dean Devlin's there as well doing the story. Um, yeah. But have you read that he did a film called like Door Three or Door Nine or something, which is like a German, um, like a more of a, I think it's meant to be like more of a hard sci-fi sort of thing. Oh. And Dean Devlin's an actor in that. Oh. Um, and that's yeah, that's what they met, I think, and that's their first film. Oh. I'm quite intrigued to watch that. If we, <laughs> yeah. Because it's although be really I mean, bad. although like as I said earlier on, this kind of proves that mm. he is just a nothing director. Because without the flashbang of Independence Day and mm. those sorts of films, this is just a flat story about two men, you know, wandering around. It's not. <laughs> it's not great. No. It's it's really poor. Really poor. So where does it go on the list, everyone? Does it? The, uh, the biggest question is: Does it go below? <laughs> Universal Soldier, the second one, which is currently at... Uh, it's too high. 117. I cannot believe wow. how high that film oh, is. Oh, wow. That's really high. Yeah. It was terrible. It was really funny, though. Uh, I mean... God. I, I think it was a slightly better film than that, but I think it needs to go low down, low down the list, to be honest with you. I don't think it's that... Oh, see, that's hard, isn't it? Yeah, because it was better than that. But, oh, it's better than that. But it's like... That's quite high. That means it's above like Waterworld and oh, Running I think Man. it's in Ooh. the 140s. I think somewhere. Oh, everyone's banging outside. It's the <coughs> oh yeah, it's the, banging yeah. outside your window time. Yeah, could do a virtual one on the thing. Um, yeah. Like the other week, I was sat here going, "What the fuck are them students doing upstairs?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I think... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it better than Equilibrium? Yeah, no. It's not. I think Equilibrium's better. So I, think maybe... I, don't, I don't think it's better than The Abyss either. The Abyss wasn't great, but this was poor. Is it better than Quest for Peace? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well then there you go then. That's where it's gonna sit. It's What's kind that, of one three nine. It's floated it's mm. floated its way. So yeah, ridiculously, the sequel <laughs> is is ranked way higher. Um I don't know how that's happened. The, the, the sequel that was so bad they wrote it out of the entire canon of the, yeah. of the franchise. It, it was really it, it was really funny though, that bit where he rode that man down the stairs. And it had all that really bad like um understanding of computers, didn't it? Do you remember? Yeah. Classic. I also think that Van Damme's acting in that was better than this. He was having more of a laugh. Definitely. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, that's mm. it then. That's Universal Soldier. I'm kind of glad we've watched it. It was bugging me to see it again, but I'm a bit disappointed, yeah. I have to say. But um, that's how it goes. That's what happens sometimes. Um, nostalgia. You can't win them all, Alex. You can't win them no, all. No, it's true. What is next week, Sam? Uh, next week. We are watching, again, just as a kind of a feel-good film. I don't know, like an easy film to watch. We're watching AVP. Paul, Hell yeah. Uh, nice. nice. Paul, Anderson. Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Was it the other one? Thomas Anderson. Not, not, the, not the guy who did There'll Be Blood. Right. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Paul, what's it called? Paul S. Anderson? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yes, Alien vs. Predator, and Chris will be taking us through that. AVP. Oh, wait. I actually kind of rather portion. like that film. So. You're insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we'll, we'll find out next week. Uh, do, we, do we have any yeah. correspondence from anyone who's written in to say how much they enjoy us? Yes, we have got some correspondence uh, from Anna, who oh, says, maybe. just dropping in to say, I really love the podcast. It's really fun. And even though I haven't watched any of the films, any of the films, in brackets, I don't really like sci-fi. I feel like I have by the end. Uh, highlights for me include, nice. I mean, this person's confused. That Chris Columbus film episode. What was not which watched Chris that? Columbus film, don't think. Haven't we? We have must we, have. We, I thought we had. It was Bicentennial Man. Was, was that Chris Columbus? Bicentennial Man, she's uh, about. That's Chris Columbus. Uh, right. Okay, okay, let you off. Um, yeah. And then there's a bit of Chris abuse, but I'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, and then I think the Star Trek episode uh, also like that one but I was a bit smashed when I listened to that and Hot Tub Time Machine because it was the first one I listened to oh and then it says and just generally the intros good tune thanks yeah mm, the music is on good the, uh, on the soundtrack th- uh, music from SFRS by yeah. Sam Draper link get it, in, get the, it now. Link in the description I like to listen to it when I wake up when I'm walking to work when I do the chores when I'm cooking dinner and when I get off but do you mean like get off from work? Or? Get off the bus. Uh, I think you get, off the, get bus. off the bus. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Uh, I reckon I'll get through them all at some point. So keep up the good work and keep putting them out. And there's a little uh, a little heart face emoji. Yeah. And yeah, thanks guys. You're number one fan, Annie. Oh, thanks, yeah. Annie. Thanks, Annie. Thanks, Annie. Seems like Sorry, an erratic Annie. person. Yeah. There's um. There's something going on there. <laughs> You did say at one point you thought it was written by an AI, a robot. It did read like an AI to me in the sense that it kind of like referenced things about the podcast, yeah, but not in like a, a particularly nonsensical way. Yeah. 
highlights for me include that Chris Columbus film. You know, that kind of like... <laughs> I love that Star Trek episode. We don't, <laughs> yeah, but we do appreciate any fan mail we get. Please send it in. Even if you're an AI, get in touch, you know. We'll, that was yeah. lovely. Thank you, Anna. Yeah, yeah thanks, Anna. Really nice. What happened to that guy who was trying to sell you um, animatronic dinosaurs? Do you remember that? We replied to him. He's not got back to us uh, about that. Yeah. I think it was a pyramid scheme. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a dinosaur pyramid scheme. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, anyway, that's all. that's all from us. I hope you enjoyed this rambling, weird, nonsensical episode that we've done uh, about about Universal Soldier. We got there in the end. We made it through. Uh, we did. Yeah, and more from us. There's fireworks going off here now. Oh wow! They love the NHS. We love the NHS. Silence here. Silence. Silence. <laughs> up where you are. Um, stay indoors. Listen to the podcast. Uh, so it's goodbye from me, Alex. Uh, it's goodbye from Chris over there. Over there. See ya. And it's goodbye from Sam down there. Bye. Bye.